I'm Ashley Wineland, and you're tuning into Mentor Chat. I'm so excited to have you back for season five. If you listened to last season, Michelle and I talked with local and national programs providing services to young people and families around the topic of youth mental health and well-being. If you want to go back and listen to season four or any of our past seasons, you can find all of the episodes on our website, mentoringpittsburgh.org, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. There's going to be a little bit of a change this season. Michelle is no longer working here at TMP, and we miss her terribly. But that being said, I am thrilled that my colleague Sophia Duck will be joining me in hosting Mentor Chat. Sophia is the Training and Engagement Manager at the Mentoring Partnership and develops all of the incredible and sought-after trainings that we offer. She's a brilliant and thoughtful facilitator, and I can't wait for all the discussions we're going to have together this season. Ashley, that was a great introduction. <laughs> so first, let me just echo, we, we do miss Michelle, and uh, I would gladly be on the sidelines this year if Michelle could still be available to co-host with you. Um, but it is an honor, and I am thrilled to be able to share um, in this experience a mentor chat with you this season. Um, oh, this is going to be great. Like we, uh, I think we get along well. We have great conversations. Um, insightful discussion. So mm -hmm. we just get a chance for everybody else to listen to what it sounds like to be in our amazing office together, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as Ashley mentioned, we are going to uh, have a little different of a feel this year. Uh, so this uh, season is going to be uh, discussing the Becoming a Better Mentor Guide, Strategies to Be There for Young People, which was developed by Mentor. Uh, released in January of 2022. And, you know, the Mentoring Partnership has, we provide a lot of amazing trainings and give everybody in the community an opportunity to really think about how to be more mentor-like in their ex experiences. And I think this guide does a great job of zeroing in in different ways that we can all be better at uh, being a mentor. So there are 12 amazing chapters that are a part of this guide. The first six chapters are focused on relationship building practices. Uh, so we do a lot of that, Those have those conversations at the Mentoring Partnership. Uh, so with that, we'll be talking about providing emotional support and empathy, practicing cultural humility, making room for fun and play, attunement in mentoring relationships, understanding effective online communication. And the final part of that first piece of building relationships is facilitating group interactions. So then the second half of the guide is focused on practices for supporting youth, uh, which is, includes working with others in the mentoring relationship system, honoring youth voice and building power, building critical consciousness and youth activism, goal setting and support, effective communications, effective conversations about behavior change, and then lastly is expanding networks of support. So as uh, I shared, this is the Becoming a Better Mentor Guide, which is uh, developed by Mentor and available on their website, mentoring.org. And that will be the focus of our uh, season this year. I'm excited 
we're going to kind of have a book club. We're going to invite guests on um, who are experts in each of the chapters or are doing these things on the field and be able to talk with them about like what it actually looks like. And one thing I've always really appreciated about the Becoming a Better Mentor Guide, there's a lot of different authors. Each chapter has a different author. They were experts in their field. And I think in making it, they were really thoughtful about finding people who were experts and also writing it in a way that it's applicable to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like any person who has a young person in their life can gain something from it, whether you interact with young people in your community, like informally, if you work in like a school or a youth serving organization, or if you there's someone in your family, um, you have a young person in your family. So I think that it was done really skillfully in that way. Yeah, I completely agree. And and I appreciate that you highlighted that it was written in a way that's easy to digest for everybody. Uh, so specifically the everyday mentors and thinking about our work in that space. Uh, there's even a section in most of the chapters that has tips for ongoing uh, education in those thoughts, uh, while also thinking about ways to practice it. So I like how each chapter is divided in the importance Uh, of why it is a way to be a better mentor, and then also thinking about ways to apply it and how to make it applicable as we continue to interact with young people. So, Yeah, and a fun note as well, as people are listening and like reading along, um, if that's something you would like to do, they offer it in multiple formats, depending on your reading preferences. So you can go online and you can read the full chapter They also have it in audiobook form, so you can listen to it on your way to work. And they also have, if you don't have time to read the full chapter, they also made these short videos that summarize the chapter. Um, And so those are really helpful if you want to know, like, quickly, like, the main points of, of that topic. Yeah, and Sophia mentioned there are a lot of chapters. There's a lot of content in there. There are also a lot of people locally and some of our affiliates who are doing tons of great work around these topics. So because there's so much, we're going to be breaking it up into two seasons. Um, so yeah, even more, so much, <laughs> so much to talk about. And so this season five, uh, we'll be talking about some of them with some people. And then in season six, uh, that will be coming out at the beginning of next year, we'll be talking about it as well. Yeah, so uh, we had we had to narrow it down, right, to just a few people um, and thinking about who would be great to, again, as you mentioned, Ashley, talk about being an expert in their fields and how they work with young people. Uh, so thinking about, uh, again, a lot of local programs, um, people who are doing space, doing work with young people in spaces in schools, but then the communities um, and even have a couple uh, guest appearances from an affiliate friends of ours too. So really looking forward to all the different conversations we're going to have this season. Hi, everyone. Sally Wigan here. You're tuning in to this Mentor Chat podcast because you have an interest in mentoring, right? Well, so do I. I'm an honor board member of the Mentoring Partnership and have been involved with the organization for years. I've seen the power of mentoring firsthand, both in my own life and in the lives of those close to me. The sky's the limit when young people have caring adults who believe in them and empower them to dream big. Mentoring truly has a magic all its own, which is why we're so excited for our Magic of Mentoring event on October 10th. 
Join us at Acrisure Stadium as we celebrate all the amazing mentoring in our community and those who make it happen. Programs, volunteers, and community organizations who support critical mentoring connections for kids. We're also thrilled to recognize several champions of mentoring in our community. Visit mentoringpittsburgh.org for event details and information on tickets, sponsorships, and more. I hope you'll join us for what is sure to be a magical night for all. Uh, one thing that we did want to acknowledge is, again, the space that we are already currently thinking about this uh, work of becoming a better mentor is our everyday mentoring um, and our mentoring 101 trainings. And we focus heavily on the Search Institute's developmental relationship framework. Uh, so since we'll be referring to that several times throughout the season, I just wanted to uh, kind of give a little highlight overview of the developmental relationship framework, which you can always sit in on a mentoring 101 or everyday mentoring training to learn more. Uh, but there's five components of that framework. Uh, it starts off with expressing care. So really just trying to show young people how we care for them and what does that look like? Um, and I think one of the most important things, uh, the entire framework is important, but one of the things that sticks out for me is that idea of being present. So being in spaces with young people and making sure they know that you really care about them. And that's shown in our greetings and, and eliminating distractions. From there, the second piece of the framework is challenging growth. Um, and this is where we help to inspire young people to be great. And I really think about the idea of helping young people to set goals that they create for themselves. Um, the third part of the developmental relationship framework is thinking about this idea of providing support. Uh, which I think is a natural thing that mentors expect to do. Uh, so providing encouragement, helping them to uh, eliminate any obstacles that are related to their goals, uh, and then just strengthening what that looks like to be a support system for them. The fourth part of the developmental relationship framework, which we talked about um, in this first season, you'll hear in one of the episodes, was this idea of sharing power and really valuing what it is to allow young people to feel seen and heard. Uh, so giving them voice, but then also respecting who they are. And then the final piece of the developmental relationship framework is uh, expanding possibilities and really thinking about how we help young people to move to their next steps. So what is next for them? Who can we connect them to? And how can we help them explore different potential and ideas that they may have? So. Uh, really looking forward to taking those concepts that we've been talking about and expanding them further with the the 12 chapters of this Becoming a Better Mentor Guide. Yeah, it's going to be great. I know I'm really looking forward to it. We have some awesome guests lined up who are also really excited to talk about this. And you'll see a new episode every other Friday. So make sure you subscribe to Mentor Chat so you don't miss one. And you can also find more information on our website as well as the guide, Becoming a Better Mentor Guide, on Mentor's website, mentoring.org. In our first episode, in a couple weeks, we'll be talking with Kelly Rotman from the Carnegie Libraries of Pittsburgh about Chapter 3, Making Room for Fun and Play in Your Mentoring Relationships. And we're starting off with this one because, one, it's fun to talk about fun and play. It's a really fun chapter, and I think that oftentimes we forget how important that is in mentoring relationships. And then also throughout the throughout the season and throughout next season, we're going to be asking people about 
fun memories that they've had um, or that an adult created with them in their lives. Just a little personal connection. We like to hear those stories, those mentoring stories, what stands out for people and the impacts those caring adults have made in their lives. To end this episode, Sophia, do you have a memory of when an adult created a fun time for you? Yeah. And you know what? Uh, It wasn't until you just started talking, it it popped into my head. Uh, So I remember it was like my, I feel like it was my 12th, 13th or 14th birthday. Um, My grandmother came over to pick me up uh, and said she was taking me shopping. And at that time, I uh, wanted to be a fashion model. Like I so aspired to be Tyra Banks. And um, I was, we were in the the store that she's purchasing some clothes for me. And she's like, try this on and intentionally like move things out of the way to give me a runway to try on clothing. Um, and there were so many other, other adults in the store that were like cheering me on and they're like, work it. And I was so excited. And I, now that I think back to like, I totally appreciated my grandmother for that moment. And um, I didn't become America's next top supermodel, but that moment was really uh, special. And I, I appreciate that I came not only from my grandmother, but from somebody who really wanted to see me do something uh, that I was passionate about. So this is also the woman who helped me sew clothing back together that I really liked and I didn't want to throw away. So uh, yeah, I appreciate my grandmother. Uh, what about you, Ashley? Anything that uh, comes to mind for you, an adult that created space uh, for fun and play? The first thing that I thought of is my mom. My mom is still really fun. She's really silly. Um, and we we laugh a lot together still. And I was thinking about this one random moment. I, I can't believe I can still remember it or that it stands out so much. But we were in our kitchen and we were getting ready to sit down for dinner. And I think we were having mashed potatoes. And I don't know, it was just this like silent moment. And I don't know if maybe we were having like a awkward conversation or something, but then she just picks up some mashed potatoes and like flings it at me, <laughs> like catapults mashed potatoes. I mean, we ended up having this like mini mashed potato fight, um, which was so much fun. And that was, I don't know, those are a lot of my like memories of her of just um, kind of like letting loose like that and being silly and not worrying about that we were going to have to scrape mashed potatoes off the side of the refrigerator, but just... Mm-hmm. having that moment together um so yeah and we we still have we haven't had any mashed potato fights <laughs> in adulthood but the next holiday <laughs> i feel uh... <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> oh man that was that was fun that was great to create to remember those moments and to i mean we both laughed and hopefully everybody listening was able to laugh and share in that with us and and that's what we want to be able to, to do at the end of every episode of this season and remind you to continue to make room for fun and play uh, because those memories are going to last a whole lot longer than some of the things that we think we're teaching young people. So, uh, yeah, so we thank you all. Uh, we appreciate the opportunity to share this season with you and uh, it's going to be great. So tune in. Mentor 
Chat is written and hosted by Sophia Duck and Ashley Wineland with the mentoring partnership of Southwestern Pennsylvania. It is produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Our music is Cheery Monday by Kevin MacLeod. A special thank you to the mentoring partnership team. Thank you to our guests. For more information about us, mentoring, and this episode's topics, take a look at this episode's show notes and visit the Mentoring Partnerships website at www.mentoringpittsburgh.org. Be sure to like and subscribe to Mentor Chat wherever you get your podcasts.